Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening. It is Monday, May 11th, 2015. My name is Michael Clark. I'm not afraid to give my name. And uh, we're here tonight to discuss and and talk about the only true, total, impenetrable asset protection program in the world. It's the only one, my friends. Anybody tries to tell you they've got something that's comparable after 19 years of research of programs all over the world, I can assure you there's nothing that compares with this. The um, tonight's um, talking points, what I've reserved for tonight is talk a little bit about banking, the banking systems in the primarily in the U.S. and Canada, but they're pretty much the same around the world. Banking, government theft, and that is concerning every country in the world. Um, the um, I just lost my here for a second. That does concern every every country in the world because my friends, as we are, as most of you know, that have been on these calls regularly, every government in the world, for practical purposes, is bankrupt. And the International Monetary Fund that uh, helps fund these bankrupt countries, they can't do it anymore. So a couple of years ago, they started coming up with a way to help fund the the broke world economy. And uh, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. And lastly, we do have a new program to help those people, um, a new participation program that can help those people that can't afford, uh, even though it's, it's, you won't find anything even close to the um, um, price for the STS program. It's, it absolutely astonishes anybody that has tried to do estate planning, financial planning, and set up some type of asset protection program through anybody else. It absolutely astonishes them that, that our program is so cheap. And we've done that. We've kept it cheap for seven or eight years now. Now, I guess it's been nine years and hasn't changed. And the uh, um, we're going to... Uh, we're going to have to make some adjustments to that on June 1st. So if you know somebody that needs a program, they want to get in, tell them they've got to get their application in prior to June 1st, and I'll discuss that in more detail. But let's get in on with the talking points now. First, I want to talk about the banking community. First of all, as I began to learn more and more about the banking community in both the U.S. and Canada, it even appears to be worse to me. I don't know what their problem is up there, but they, they just are... are I don't even, I can't even begin to, they want all of these factor papers signed and everything. And let me start with Canada for that reason. They, they've got forms, uh, CIDC, TD, Bank of Montreal, all of them. They've got a form because it, it, they want to adhere to the new FATCA rules and regulations and laws. And it has to do with the U.S. My friends, when you go into a bank, Ask them why you would need that because this is a Canadian domiciled 
trust, and it is. The, the, the trust itself, the creation of the trust, happened in the U.S. The trust itself was put together in the U.S. But we turn that, that domicile position, we redomicile it to your home address in Canada. So it's a Canadian domicile trust. They don't even have to worry about FATCA. And I've been told this by several Canadian tax authorities, that it, it, according to our program, it, and I'll have that validated by the Canadian guru, Ed Gilmore, when I meet with him uh, Wednesday in the hotel, we're going to get together privately for a, a couple few hours and get a few of these things totally worked out. But guys, it has no bearing on, on the, that you don't have to fill it out and, and a W-9 from the U.S. or a W-8. No, it's a Canadian, just tell the banker, it's a Canadian entity. It, um, and it'll show that right on your living trust documents that you take to the bank to open the account. Okay, it's a Canadian entity. You don't have to fiddle with FACA. You're not receiving any documents. You'll be paying your taxes in Canada, et cetera, et cetera. No double taxation or anything like that. And what I learned early on is that bankers, for the most, nah, nah, certain bankers, they don't know what they're talking about when it comes to asset protection. They know very little about trust, although they think they do because they, the bank gave them a brochure or something to read about trust, but they had no idea other than the statutory methods of trying to protect their assets that they use in Canada, okay? And same in the U.S. U.S. bankers are just as guilty. They think they're smarter than they really are. I've really learned a lot about the banking profession, in particular the bankers, not the banking profession so much, but the bankers, the fact that they think they know about asset protection because we do we do financial planning for this bank. Well, that's that, that in there. Dollar twenty-five will get you a cup of coffee at Denny's restaurant, or maybe it's maybe you can't even get a cup of coffee for a buck twenty-five anymore. Um, uh, it, it doesn't matter if they see the registration in the U.S. or not. In the living trust documents, see some people are giving too much information to the banks. In the living trust document, it has your local address. Okay. Um, that's for the trust. The LLC would have our address as registered agent for the Indiana LLC. But you just hand that banker the living trust document and say, I'd like to open a trust bank account for my, uh, um, for my um, trust, my living trust. Nothing more. You don't mention pure trust. You don't mention contract trust. You don't mention the United States. Nothing about it. The address on the trust document is your, it's been, changed in the original trust documents to your, um, um, and, and again, here's another thing, they want to see a Canadian lawyer, it doesn't have, it, there is no status in Canada, that's one of those things that people make up, that, and the lawyers probably got that put in their heads, you, you, can write a, you can write up a legitimate lawful trust on a napkin while you're having lunch with somebody if you want to, and um, we have very, we don't have too much problem with this at all. There's just a, you know, a couple groups of people that are having trouble with. Um, um, uh, okay, Chappie, I'll get to you in just a minute. Um, anyway, the um, there's just a small group of people that I don't know if their clients are saying too much or the wrong thing, and, and we had this problem from time to time. It's, uh, but once they learn, the thing to tell them is, for, you know, I don't have to. It's domicile. Look. Right here on this piece of paper, Mr. Idiot Banker, there's my address in Alberta, in, in Ontario, in, in Manitoba, 
There's my address. This is where the trust is out of. And I don't, you show me one law where it says, and, and Lawrence, if you're on the phone tonight, kind of look that up and see if there is anything at all. Nothing to my knowledge that says that you have to have an attorney create a trust for you. As long as it's signed and notarized, trusts are private. You might you have to if you have you don't even have to have them for a corporation. You can set up your own corporation for crying out loud online. You can go uh, online and have a company set up a corporation for you. Or you can do it yourself. Uh, anyway. Um, so, guys, don't let that – remember, you're the customer. Take control of that banker. And uh, if, if you're not happy, if, if, he's, if he's too ignorant, and that's the proper word to use, stupid means you, you can't learn. Ignorant means you can learn, but you just haven't. If this is something new in the Canadian realm of things. So I understand that. But if, they're, if they don't even want to look into it, and if you show them that the address on the living trust, the six-page living trust document, no way under God's green or on God's green earth should any – banker ever see the um, the binder documents, which is Trust One, the LLC, and Trust Two, and the big binders, okay? They should never, ever have the opportunity to see that. And and James I, or, or Cor, and Coral, I understand what you're saying, but, but people are letting these bankers get away with that. Go to a different bank. You know, we've had a lot of people in the U.S. Uh, that had the backbone used to say, wait a minute, banker, Mr. Banker, uh, it's obvious to me that you don't know what you're doing here. You don't have to be that belligerent about it, but I, I just think I'm going to move to another bank. And we've even had them where they spent three or four hours with a banker trying to get all his questions answered and this and that. This happened in Oregon. And the, uh, they finally said, that's enough. I've had enough. Picked up their papers, walked out, went about three miles down the road to another branch of the same bank, and in 20 minutes they walked out of the bank with the, with the checking account. The only difference was the banker. Understand a lot of these bankers, they think they're because they're in a professional position that they must be smart. Well, they're not. They are maybe in their certain areas. Maybe they can show somebody how to open a checking account, and that's all you want them to do. You don't want them to tell you about asset protection because I can assure you they don't know anything about it. You don't want them to tell you about opening... Um, um, but yeah, no, and I, you sh if their mail weeks after the accounts are set up, um, it may be, I know some places, some cases where it has been things said to the banker, okay? Um, they can they can look for them all they want, but the compliance department, if you say it's a Canadian document and they've got nothing to prove it different, um, compliance department doesn't have a leg to stand on. And people in the east part of Canada and in, in, um, Toronto and Winnipeg, they're opening bank accounts all the time there, guys. So, so if they deal with a certain banker that doesn't know what he's doing, let's get him educated. Let's have him ask, you know, say, hey, it's a Canadian doc document. Here's the address of the, of the document. What's your problem? What's your question about this? Why do I have to fill out a, a form that has, and this is from Ed Gilmore when we, him and Bill and I had a, had a conference call a week or a week and a half or two ago. And, and that's what their thing. Uh, we, uh, maybe they are all receiving them, but go back to them and say, hey, Go talk to the guy and say, hey, what's the problem here? It's a Canadian entity, okay? But, and then that's enough of that. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, um, we'll leave it from there. Other people, we got people calling every day or sending texts and emails, and I went and got the, the account set up. It wasn't a problem. And haven't heard back from any of them, just a relatively few. If you do get that document signed, ask them. Say, hey, it's a Canadian document. Where do I sign off on it? Have them show you. I don't know all these. I thought I could, could fill out. Fill out. And once they show you, yeah, well, send me a copy of the form so we can get it 
Um, not all of the accounts are received. Maybe where you're at, but not all of them. A lot of places they've opened the accounts. They haven't had them open for six, eight, ten months. No problems at all. Uh, so anyway, in different banks, CIBC, um, TD, um, Bank of Montreal. So I, I think it's more the banker that maybe looks, looks into it. It's just a simple trust account, and that's for Ed Gilmore. He can't see why there would be any reason at all. He's the one that mentioned to me to read domicile to Canada for crying out loud. So, so that's what you, that's the point you want to get it across. It's a Canadian entity, okay? Anyway, it's a, it's a private contract, and now the the the, the Home office, the, the 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 key location is in Canada, in one of the Canadian provinces. So that's the banking for the most part. Okay, and we have the same problem. We've had the same problems in the U.S. We had to get these bankers, Chase and uh, um, uh, Wells Fargo and Bank of America and some of these big boys. Um, um, and, and you know what? I know there's a big bank in, in Chicago, downtown Chicago. And, when I get back from Canada, I will make a make it a point next week to go to go down there and speak to somebody and get the ball rolling so we can get I can sit with them and show them the documents and show them the fact that they are Canadian documents. There's no income coming from the U.S. They have nothing to do with the U.S. Just like the creator of the documents in, in minute order number five, he resigns. He has nothing more to do with this program. So you can't go back later and say, well, he did have something to do at one time. Yeah, what's that got to do with it? So anyway, you gotta you gotta be prepared to um, just um, um, go to a certain banker. All right, I'm gonna hold off on these questions now until we until I finish up my talking points. But you can go ahead and type them in if you want, and I will uh, get to them a little later. Okay. Um, so government theft, guys. There's two parts to this, and it is something that is becoming more and more prevalent in the U.S. and Canada. Um, government theft, either by bail-in, where they'll come right into your account, and that that um, that video that I shared with you, I shared with you the audio portion of the video last week. So if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. It's about a fellow in, I believe, Georgia, that the IRS came in and, and took all the money out of his account, one hundred and seven thousand dollars. He'd worked for a lot of years to build that account up. He has a little like grocery store, hot dog stand soft drinks, et cetera, et cetera. And for no reason, well, they said he was making too many small deposits. So they got him for, uh, actually, it was citizen forfeiture. Bail-ins and citizens forfeiture, guys. These are how they're taking money. And I've also had had uh, people in Canada tell me that they've heard the exact same thing going on in Canada now. Every country out there is going to do it, guys, because they're all broke. They need to find a way. But the problem is CRA and IRS can take funds out of your checking account, your savings account, any source that has cash that you own. from You're a citizen. And, and that's the crucial and the key part to the whole STS program, guys. It takes your assets, which your cash is part of your assets. It takes your assets out of your personal ownership. Anything you own can be taken from you. First thing I learned when I started my... When I started my um, talking about, or started my research, rather, on um, um, asset protection. Anything you own, anything a person owns can be taken from them. And now they, now this has been expanded to, to fall into the government realms because you're a citizen of the government. Citizen, really, uh, the government has the right to pretty much do whatever they want to do. They can, 
they, it's almost like an indentured slave anymore. They can beat you. They can they can uh, take what you've got, what you've worked hard to get, blah, blah, blah. How do you get away from that? They can't take anything from trusts. They can't take anything um, from from uh, entities that are owned by trusts. See, you can have a corporation, but you're the owner of that corporation. So anything you own can be taken from you. You can have an LLC, but you're the owner of that LLC as the member. So as the member, you own it, they can take it. You've got to get yourself out of that out of that uh, venue where you are a citizen of the government. If you as a citizen own nothing and, and what you don't own when it's put into the trust, it's protected through the power of a UCC lien, which is the most powerful lien in the world. Guys, if you're, if you're in that situation, then you're in a you you get everything out of your citizenship rights. You are in a tremendous position. Um, uh, but there it is in the crown point address on the EIN form. Okay. Um, the living trust. There's no address. Okay. If that's the case, if for some reason the new one didn't get implemented, we'll change that immediately and get make sure that your address is the one that's on the living trust. Uh, it was supposed to have been changed quite some time ago. If for some reason somebody forgot to change the address part of that, we'll get it done right away. Just send me a little email. Say, Mike, mine has the or. If we email it to yeah, we'll email you to one, and all you have to do is put your address in. Take out the 128, and, and I'll, I'll rearrange it if that's the case. But but if that's the case, that's why they're looking at it and seeing a, a U.S. entity. We'll get that off of there in a heartbeat and just add the Canadian address on that living trust document. Okay, I'll look at that as soon as I'm done with tonight's call. Um, so now we've got government uh, theft. And guys, they're going to take more and more and more. They're, they're, if you haven't listened to that, that video, audio of the video, and matter of fact, the next day, Fox News had that very same video and story on their Fox News program. Um, and, and it's a shame. And guys, don't think he's the Lone Ranger. There's a lot of stories out there. And I want to, we can protect everything. Um, uh, I stop reading the stuff that's on the computer right now. <laughs> I don't want to lose track of what I'm talking about. I'm going to let Chappie, uh, Chappie, I'm, I'm going to click you in so that you can tell of another case that was, a uh, lawsuit that was stopped because of the, the trust. So, Chap, uh, I've unmuted you. Go ahead. Chappy, are you there? Chappy, hello. Didn't mean to do that. Um, okay, Chappy, are you there? Anyway, I guess Chappy's not there. He just said it's put on the computer that um, he had seen a uh, um, situation where the, uh, um, another case, somebody had the STS program, they were, um, they weren't, uh, they weren't, um, they, they didn't lose anything because they had the STS program. And then the last thing I want to talk about here tonight, and I've been given a lot of thought, we've got anywhere from 2,000 to 2,500 people that, that want to start the STS program right after the RV. And guys, we know there's hundreds of thousands, and unfortunately, a lot of those people are going to some of these statutory programs where they set you up in, in um, 
corporations and when they set you up in LLCs and different things to supposedly protect your money from the RV. And, you know, at least 50, at least 50 of these, of these companies I've called just out of the clear blue. And when I asked them, who's, who's the owner of the program, of your, of your program? Well, the person that starts the program. So they're the stockholder of the corporation? Well, yes, they are. And um, so they don't have to give up control. No way. They're the owner. Well, that's ridiculous, really. You, and you guys know why now, because if you own something, it could be taken from you. And uh, the ones that have set up LLC, so they're the member of the LLC? Yes, they are. The member is the owner of the assets of the LLC, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, they are. Okay, so they just cut their own throat. And guys, what we're going to do, I've given it a lot of thought, and it really came to me about three, four weeks ago. And again, it's one of these things where, you know, I don't care what your beliefs are, I know what mine are, but it's one of these things where God puts something in front of you and says, here, go with this, help the people. That's what this whole program is about. This is my quest to help as many people as we can. Our clients have had six or seven hundred between all of them. They've had several hundred, six, seven hundred lawsuits in the time over the last uh, six, seven, eight years. And uh, not one has had to get an attorney on retainer. Um, Some of them have had situations where they've already uh, got CRAs after them or they've got a lawsuit after them. And that's a little bit different, but we still help that as well. Okay, Chappie, come back in. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open you up, Chap, and you can you can go ahead and uh, all right, you're unmuted. You can go ahead and talk. yeah, thank you, yeah, thank you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah, fine. yeah. Just just for a quick thing, just to finish what you were saying, the first trust I've ever created is back in Genesis with Adam and Eve and God, but uh, but that's another story. Ray Miller, who um, who had gotten the STS program probably I don't know three or four years ago, um, he was sued on a past debt, and uh, and about a year and a half ago he got with me and said, "What do I do?" And I said, "Well, we'll just you know we'll write a couple letters, we'll you know to the attorney." And just tell them that you gave, you know, some time ago you gave everything up for, uh, uh, you know, protection and so forth, and you own nothing. And so the lawyer kept, uh, you know, uh, resetting the court dates, resetting the court dates. And now and then I would check back with Ray. I said, Ray, have you heard anything? He said, no, they postponed again. I don't know what's going on. I said, well, they haven't done anything for a year. Just put in a motion failure to prosecute. He didn't have to do that. The court, the way that I read the order, the uh, the court dismissed the case because uh, the lawyer couldn't do anything. And uh, because Ray didn't own anything, there was nothing he they could attach. And Ray even told the lawyer, you sue me. You know, go ahead. I ain't, I ain't got nothing. And... Um, and so, you know, uh, so he won. Great. That's good. That's another uh, um, testimonial. That's good. I did send that lawyer um, a letter, too. Yeah, you um, did. That's right. Yeah, I sent that lawyer a letter saying some time ago for estate planning purposes, Mr. Miller or his family or whatever, I don't remember, it's a while back, but um, uh, for estate planning purposes, um, 
transferred all of their assets contractually and irrevocably to a trust. And guys, when they hear contractually, irrevocably, and to a trust, it knocks all the pins out from under them and they fall flat. They have nothing, and a lawyer is not going to continue a case if he knows he's not going to get anything out of it. And I also put in there that we, we have uh, further backed up our the, the, the assets that we now own as per this trust with a UCC lien, and we've got priority position on everything. So, guys, it, it works, and we're getting more and more testimonials all the time. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate yeah, that. I'd like to add just one thing, because you, you hit it on the nose, is that we now own everything and covered by UCC. That is not Ray Miller. Ray Miller does not own anything. He, you know, it's not his trust. And just as the people get the STS program, one of the worst words you could ever say is, oh, I, I moved it over to my trust. No, it's not your trust, people. Get that out of your vocabulary. Those are suicidal verbiage, okay? Do not admit, do not confess that you own the trust because you don't by contractual terms, okay? Thank you. That's it. Good chat. You uh, you transfer it to you transferred it to a trust, and um, yeah, it's very very important that you get the the wording right with this. Some people I've heard them say, and become somewhat of a game. Yeah, Mike, I said uh, or, or I was doing something with my trust the other day. I said, you've got a trust. Oh, okay, Mike, I know what you mean. I, I was doing something with the trust the other day as the trustee or as the LLC manager. So that's uh, that's good. But guys, that's what I wanted to bring up, the fact that as a citizen, you own stuff. As a citizen, they can, the governments can take whatever you own. And um, it's going to get worse because the governments aren't going to pull out of this in any short term here. There's no short-term cure for this situation. So they're going to be looking to get whatever they can from the citizens, okay, from the citizens. And... Um, uh, that's what we help you help you get out of the out of the uh, out of the way, and um, with that, I'm going to answer some of the. If you have a question and you want to uh, you want to uh, send it in uh, over the computer, uh, that's good. I will now answer them. I'm going to back up to the questions. Uh, some of the first questions. Uh, it says guess twenty. My tax rate is fifteen percent, which means for for short-term capital gains. My rate would be 15% instead of 35%. Can I deposit into trust right after I exchange so? Okay, that's what this program is going to be about. That's where I was at. Gosh, I need that. This is a big, important part of tonight's phone call. Guys, I've known for a long time that we've got a lot of people that just, for whatever reason, reason circumstances, life, poor choices, um, issues, car accidents, um, tax, uh, tax agency issues. Uh, so I've known that there's a lot of people out there. We've got, like I said, somewhere between 2,000 and 2,500 that have contacted us and said, Mike, I want to get it started. That's too late. If you wait for the RV to happen, um, you're going to be waiting. And they ask me, well, how long does it take to get my documents? Right now, we can have the documents to you within four weeks, and um, we can have your living trust document to you um, within few days okay so here's what we're going to do for those people that can't afford the trust right now 
And don't lie to me. I will find out. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, you don't need to lie. But for those that can't afford the trust at this moment, and you're much better off getting your trust documents all put together if you can. Your tax benefits will start at that point. Um, you will have, um, um, and we don't do taxes, by the way. That's between you and your tax professional. But you do have living, you will be living your life as a business, and you will have benefits that you don't have as an individual. But again, that's between you and your tax professional. But what we're going to do is we're going to allow people, and it will be ready next Monday. Um, we're going to have, um, we're going to allow somebody to turn in a special agreement application. It's a pre-RV special agreement application. And you'll put all the information you do as if you were purchasing the trust right now. And you will, you will um, pay $435. I think, or 485, one or the other, um, and uh, uh, you pay that, and that's with that 485, we will take your application and put everything together for you, but you won't get anything. We tried this before, and payments and this and that. We never, just a few people out of quite a few have ever bothered to, to make a payment on it, and then once they got their documents, it was done. But for 400, let's say 485 dollars. You will get your documents all prepared for you. So the moment the RV happens, people have said, well, what I said, well, we can have it ready for you in a few days now. But after the RV, after the RV, um, we're going to have tons of people sending in applications. And we're going to do this for only 500 people, okay? Just 500 people. The first 500 that send in their 485 and their um, um, application, we will get everything completed for you. We'll get your Trust One document and the EIN. We'll get the LLC name set up for you and the EIN. And we'll get Trust Two, all the document, all prepared for you. Okay? You won't get anything until the RV happens. As soon as the RV happens, we will send your, you, you just send us an email, say, Mike, I got money for my, and our guys, you want it done right. For the, for the purposes of a few days or even a week, don't screw it up for the rest of your life and cash in. You don't want to cash in a single dinar note in your name. You want it to go into that trust account. So the minute the RV happens, you send us an email. Say, Mike, I got it. Here's my name. We'll have a lot of names on that. And we will immediately, within a couple of days, we've got everything ready for you now, we will immediately email to you the living trust document. <clears throat> Let's say it takes a couple, three days because we'll still have quite a few to do and 500 of them. Um, but this will happen within a couple of days. You take that down to the bank. You download it. You print it. You get it signed and notarized. You take it to the bank and open your Trust One bank account. You open the bank account. Now, you're not going to get your documents until we get our money. So you take it to the bank, open the Trust uh, Bank account, and you then transfer your dinar into the Trust One. And if as that happens, then you transfer the money to us, and at that point, we will send you the documents, the full documents, okay? And we think it's, it's a very worthwhile program because it, otherwise it can take six, eight weeks before we can get you your documents. I'm not going to hire a bunch of extra people just for, for a couple weeks, okay, and then I have to lay them off or whatever. But we want him to be born a couple weeks before six, eight weeks. But the, the, the purpose of this program, guys, is for a few hundred dollars, you get, you're getting your trust prepared. And the minute the RV happens, 
And, and different people are in different programs. It's not all going to happen at once. There's some private buyers out there in different programs. So, so, you, so I would mention to anybody you know, and we've got already, we've already got people say, Mike, I've got X number of people that want to be on that program. They'll send in their money in the next 24 to 48 hours. If you know somebody that needs the program, every person you know, especially if they have currency, needs this program, guys. And this will just be a way to help them to immediately when they're currency RVs, bingo. We can have the we can have the completed document. We can have the trust documents in their hands. Within a couple of days, they print them out, sign them, take them to the bank, and open the bank account for the trust. Okay, and we will get the the bank issues resolved in Canada. And there's no doubt in my mind, Canada just I don't know. These bankers operate by a different instead of operating for, like the attorneys in Canada. I'm really we've got we've got goofy attorneys here too, but it's it's all about control and protocol with them, and it seems to be the same with the bankers. You're the customer, for crying out loud. And, and again, we do have people every day. So Mike got the bank account set up, and and we have problems with Liz and had no problems. So, if you know somebody, you tell them that they better get their name in quick. And uh, the name and check, and by next Monday, we will start sending out the applications. I have got it all done. I just have, uh, I'm sending it to the attorney tomorrow. He'll be reviewing everything, making sure it's, it falls within the guidelines, and sending them back to us, and we can then disperse them to those people, the first 500 people that want a program. Okay? So uh, tell your friends, hey, here's a chance for you to get protected. Um, it's not going to be for nothing, but at least you're gonna, you won't have to wait. wait six, eight, ten weeks to get to get everything set up. You can have it done in a matter of a couple of days. Okay? And that's very reasonable. Now, out of the four eighty five, one hundred dollars will come off of the price of the trust. Now the trust on June first is going up to forty three fifty. We've been eight or nine years, haven't haven't raised our price a, a penny and, and our our paper costs and a lot of the lot of the supplies and stuff have went up almost double in that period of time. And um, it's time we've got to get some of our money back in this because we basically do it. It's a Quest program, uh, Master's Protection Group, the STS program, to help people out. Um, so, so this the program will be going up, going up. Quicker they get their, if they get their application in, anybody, even if they're wanting to start their whole program, get it started before June 1st, okay, and get the protection at the discount. So anyway, the. Um, and two things, mention to your people or get across to people. If you know other denier owners, say, hey, you might not be able to afford the whole program right now, but you'll have it ready for as soon as the dinar, um, as soon as the dinar RV happens, the dong, the, whatever it might be. Okay, it doesn't matter what currency it is. And, um, and we'll get it right out to you. Okay, that is that. So uh, that's what I wanted to talk about, uh, having some of their applications too. Or request an application. Email me at m. P G Protect P R O T E C T M P G Protect at AOL.com. So with that hundred dollars off, if they get if they're four eighty five in by um, January or June first, then they'll they'll a uh, hundred dollars from that uh, four eighty five will go towards the cost of the program. So when the RV happens, they only owe thirty seven fifty. If it goes up to forty-three fifty, they'll only owe forty-two fifty if they start to, you know, get in on the 500, 500 people that we're going to allow to do this right now. So, my friends, that is the uh, and it's it's non-refundable once you get it sent in. Um, you know, we'll give you the we'll give you the fifteen days to ask for a refund, 
And by the way, the, the national in the U.S. is three days. We we say we'll give you back um, 50 if you request it back within seven days. We'll give you um, 50 percent, but you don't get anything until the RV happens. David, everything will be sitting here prepared for you. All right. Um, we think that's really, we've already got an excellent response. Uh, I don't expect it to take too long to have the 500 filled up. Mike, what are the prices on any extra LLCs, Indiana and New Mexico in particular? Indiana is, right now, is 485 for a, for an Indiana LLC. Um, and all you have to do is send me an email, and we will send you to my email address, mpgprotect at AOL.com, and we will send you the additional LLC application. New Mexico, I don't know the price right off the top of my head, but I can, if you send me an email, Mike is, you know, guest 23, send me an email. If you might, this is me. I ask you about the prices for Indiana, New Mexico, LLC, um, and I'll get you to New Mexico right away. Okay? Love coaches. And these guys, I want you to know, these people are, they, they have a, um, um, in two days, I believe it is, on the 13th, they've got a uh, seminar in Calgary, and uh, or is that July 13th? One or the other. Anyway, they, uh, James and Coral do a, do a nice job, and uh, they really spent the time to learn about the program. And uh, the banks are requiring these forms because they see the registration origination in the U.S., even though the address changed to Canada. And that does, and the, the original or uh, origination address doesn't matter if it's been redomiciled. See, that's what I mean. Bankers don't know what they're talking about, but yet they're trying to to give you uh, information on things that that can can uh, are, are serious in your life. They don't know what they're talking about, and point it out to them. Do it in a nice way. Um, you know, you don't have to reach over and slap them and say, "Hey, learn your job, you clown," which you might want to do from time to time. But I know I have. But um, they've been re this is from Ed Gilmore. They've been re-domiciled, and don't let anybody bluff you or, or tell you anything different on this. Um, and, and he's had some people that have went in and mentioned that to him, and they said, yeah, you're right, re-domiciled. Okay, no problem. But I'll find out. I'll get all the, all the skitty on that um, Wednesday afternoon. The wealth coaches, they seem to want to see a Canadian lawyer signing off to prove. Can they, look up on Google. See if there's anywhere where it is an absolute law that you have to have an attorney put a trust together for you. You can do them right online, guys. You don't have to go to an attorney for it, okay? And um, just like people say, well, Mike, you can't use your signature on all those trusts um, because it's, uh, you know, that's just a printed signature, a printed signature. Yeah, and I went and looked up and before I ever did that, and we got the law that says I can do that, or you can do that, or anybody. As long as you sign a little letter saying, yeah, I give my permission to use my signature in such and such situation, um, it's very legal. It happens all the time. You can even go online now, and they ask for your typekins, which they consider your signature, um, if, you're, if you're doing something uh, online, okay? So don't let the bankers buffalo you. And, and I understand your point, guys, that, that they want to say this, and they want to see that, say that, but it just, to me, they're trying to show their intelligence, but to me, it's a sign of their ignorance, okay? Uh, Michael, we have a, another testimony. That was the Ray Miller testimony, okay? Uh, the wealth coaches, these, form, these forms are mailed weeks after the accounts are set up. That's fine. And um, then I would go in and get, on that, get right in that banker's face in a nice way, but it uh, has nothing to do with anything said to the bankers. That could be, but I also know a lot of people 
guys that, that, that gave a lot of wrong information to the bankers. And um, um, if this shows that it's domiciled in Canada, it's been re-domiciled in Canada, there should be no question in the banker's mind. And, um, okay, all the accounts we have set up are now receiving them. That could be, but we've got a lot of other people that have had, had accounts for a couple of years and never received anything like that. So I guess, it, as I was saying, I, I, that wasn't anything against you. I was just saying the fact that that banker, um, that banker obviously didn't know, and you can show your intelligence, even if you're just a client, by saying, no, excuse me, Mr. Banker, as you can see, these living trust documents are domiciled right here in Canada at such and such address. Point to the address, okay? You take control. You, um, so is there some reason, Mr. Mr. Banker, that you have a, a problem with that? And um, maybe you don't want me as a customer? Remember, guys, you are the customer. You're in you should be in control of that. Okay? I'm looking at the Living Trust, and there is no address on the Living Trust, but there is the Crown Point address. All right, if there's no address on it, then somebody messed up, and I will have that changed tonight. Okay? Uh, guess 15, yes, you are right. What did guess 15? Oh, guess 15 says yes. Okay, that's Jeanette. Yes, you are right, Jeanette. Okay, my apologies. We will get that corrected right away. So all my right and right. I just get, I just get, a little frustrated at times with bankers to try to project the fact that they know asset protection. When guys, they don't. They just know statutory protection, okay, which isn't worth 20 cents because you're always the owner. Notary has signed off on the trust banking docs. Have a page stating an affidavit from the trust address that the trust address is Canadian and not a is Canadian and is a CDN Trust, Canadian Trust, signed. Notary is the same capacity as a lawyer signing off on the docs. Okay, there you go. Um, guest 18, if you could send me something uh, that states exactly what you said, and I will get it, um, I will get, I have a look further into that. Make sure, I mean, it's just a, more verification in case somebody says something. Mike, please share the new financial plan for those that are financially strapped. That was it, Hildy, but they're going to have to move fast because the one group already emailed me that I had shared with one of their people, and, uh, and I was putting it together, and she said, we've got almost 50 people, and they will all be sending in their money quickly. So I know that 500 is going to fill up pretty quick, have them get their money. And, guys, anybody that you know that has the dinar, Thanks, Mike. June 13th, 2 p.m. is the next seminar. Great. Register at assetpro.ca. Okay, and um, and and um, you'll if you haven't met them before, James and Coral, good people. You'll you'll really like them. Now, I have some uh, some questions here. Let me see if there's anybody on the telephones that want to say hello or have a question. Um, yes, we do. We've got Ohio. Ohio, you're on the phone. Who is this? Hello? Ohio, who am I speaking with? Nobody, obviously. Okay. Turn that off. And we will go and see if there's anything else. Yes, Toronto, Ontario. Okay, Toronto, Ontario. You are now live. Who am I speaking with? Francesca. Hi, Francesca. How are you? I'm good, Mike, and I must apologize. I just came on. I was unable to get on at 8 o'clock. and just came on less than five minutes ago. 
Is it possible or is there going to be a recording? I'd like to hear what your offer is for people who have dinars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's for, and I'll very quickly state it to you. We've got a program that we're now putting together. It'll be available next Monday. And as for people that can't afford the program right now, we've got about 2,000 to 2,500 that are in that position have already notified us. And uh, for 500 people, the first 500, we're going to make available. They will email us at mpgprotect at aol.com, mpgprotect at aol.com. And they'll send me an email. We'll send them a, this, this special pre-RV um, application. We'll put a program together for them. It costs $485, of which 100 will be deducted from the cost of their trust. But they get nothing back, but we'll have everything put together as soon as we get the application. We'll put the whole program together. But we're not going to give it out as we did earlier in our life as, a, as an asset protection company because we never got paid back for any of the programs. A few people, I take that back, a few people did are and still are paying monthly, but we can't do that anymore. We will keep the documents. They'll be all prepared. But instead of having to wait six, eight weeks to get your bank account information, we will have that for that 485. We'll put the whole program together. Trust one with the EIN, LLC with the EIN, and trust two. And we'll put everything together for you. Keep it in your folder. And the minute, and the living trust document as well, the minute the RV happens, you send us, that person will send us an email saying that um, I've been paid. My RV has funded. It is, uh, or excuse me, my currency has funded. The RV has happened for, for my group. And uh, we will immediately send you then the trust, the living trust document. Within a couple of days, you'll have it because we'll have them all prepared for you already ahead of time. And you'll take them, print them out, download them, print them out, sign and notarize, take them to your bank and open the account, and then you can put the dinar directly in there. It won't be four, five, six, eight weeks. It'll be a couple of days, okay? And then as soon as you get the IRV, the money in your trust account, you simply send the uh, um, simply uh, notify us or send us the payment for the uh, for the uh, trust for the STS program. And at that point, we'll send you your documents immediately by priority mail, U.S. or Canada. Okay. Great. So, Thank you. You're very welcome, and thanks for coming on the call tonight. I appreciate it, Francesca. Thank okay, you. let's see. Who else do we have? We've got New York. New York, New York. New York, New York. There you go. Hello. <laughs> Manelli. Hello. No. Hi. Oh, who, who am I speaking with? Hardly. <laughs> um, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Who is this? This is Sharon. Sharon. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Thanks for Hi, coming. Hi, I'm glad to be on the call. Uh, this is the first time I have um, ha- I've been on your call, and I just got on about five minutes ago. I apologize as well. I'm new to this whole thing, um, the RV, the GRC, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and um, I'm really in a dire dire situation here, um, and wanting to know, you know. Do you really think this is going to happen, and when is it going to happen? I have Dong and Zim. Um, mm-hmm. I have a disabled son. I moved up here to get him better health care from Tennessee, and I'm unemployed. I can't find work, and, I mean, I'm just literally suffocating. I, I Just okay. wondering when this is all going to happen. 
Okay, that's a great question. I have never listened. People that have been on my calls for years, they they know I'm very consistent on this. I have never listened to a single dinar call because nobody, I don't care what they tell you or who it is, if they were prophets in the Old Testament, they'd all be stoned to death by now. Nobody knows when it is or what's going to happen. Do I think it's going to happen? Absolutely, I do. Uh, it's a legal currency. You can't just drop it. The big problem and... Um, uh thing that's even more bewildering to me is this administration, the way Christians are being killed around the world. Yeah. Um, um, and they're, they're taking over, they're trying to take over Iraq. That, in my opinion, would be the only thing, and this is just me talking. I haven't heard this from anybody else. I just thought of it a couple of weeks ago. I thought, man, if they allow ISIS to, to really get a foothold there, they could start their own currency. And uh, it would really be a... a be a problem for those of us that are counting on it. But I don't, do I think it's going to happen just the way everything is right now? Yes, I do. And uh, why the United States, it's my firm belief, we've got the most powerful army in the world. Putin doesn't want to mess with us, and he knows that he has no problem messing with this administration because they back down every time, Syria, and draw, draw lines in the sand, and they don't, they don't, nobody's afraid of them. Let me put it that way. The United States are, okay, well, the policemen of the world, that's our position. Yes, we are. But we've kept things in order, and everything is totally out of order now. And um, within within three to six months, we could take our best trained troops in the world and just blow these guys um, back into hell. You know exactly where they want to be living in the seventh century under seventh century Sharia, Sharia law. Well, we can just just as Mar as they said today, some of the different candidates, we can blow them right back into the and it'd take three to six months at the longest if we had a, a detailed plan to do it. And uh, I like what Marco Rubio said. And guys, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I am an independent. I voted for both. But uh, if I like the philosophy of the person that was running in, in my area, um, but I like what Marco Rubio said. For those of you that saw the movie Taken with uh, Liam Neeson and uh, where they kidnapped his daughter and they got him on the phone and he said, listen very carefully. I know who you are. I know where you're at and I will kill you. Guys, that's exactly what happened. I'm fed up with the, with the, I'm not fed up, but I'm very frustrated with the Christian community. They're still doing their little fundraising, helping people grow gardens and this and that. Guys, that's not what the world's about. The United States, we could become a third world nation in, in a matter of a couple months yeah. if things go wrong. So we've got to do some praying, my friends. We've got to get some people in government that have the United States interests first and I, well, I'm not going to go any further than that, but I could. It's just my opinions. That's all it is, guys. So, uh, yeah, thank you for calling, and, and, and let's just hope that it happens. There's a lot of people that understand this, a lot of people in the same boat you're in, okay? That's that, that's my understanding. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a praying mother, you know. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I'm a praying mom, and uh, I've been praying about this. And it, it is very frustrating, the ups and the, and the downs. And, and I've been there, too. I've been so broke, I had to write a $20 check and, and, and ask the lady if she could hold it for a couple, three days until I got the money in the I bank account. We, we've all been there. And, hey, send me, if you would, send it to my email address, mpgprotect at aol.com. Send me your name and stuff and... and let me know a little bit about your son and your situation. We've got a pretty good prayer group. Anybody that wants to be in our prayer group, just send me an email and say, Mike, I'd like to participate. Well, guys, miracles happen through prayer. 
Can you so, give me that address again one more time, Mike? Sure. It's MPG, and that stands for Masters Protection Group, and we all know who the master is. Masters Protection, MPG, Protect, P-R-O-T-E-C-T, Masters, or MPG Protect at AOL.com. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. We're going to have some people praying for you soon. Any of you out there that want to join, because you never know when you're going to need a prayer or two as well. Um, and the more we can get, they, they make a difference. Um, it's Sharon and Sean. <laughs> Sharon Thanks. and Sean. Yeah. Sharon and Sean, yes. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, now let me take some questions that we had from email. Um, if you have any more on the computer, don't hesitate to, uh, to uh, take them in. Let's see, Michael, please find attached the amended PPSA for Gary and myself. We have removed the motor vehicle in order to sell it. Surprisingly, this was completed, sent in, approved, and sent back to me under three in under three hours. Wow. It seems that this easy PPSA site with an account really gets things done quickly. I, I really am a fan of that site. I've seen a number of people have sent us their PPSA liens to put in their files for them, and, and they're really great. Um, and quickly, the, uh, the amendment was very simple to do as well. Thank you for keeping this document for your records. Now, I need you to send me the original that has um, all, the, all your assets that are being protected by the PPSA. I couldn't find it. Well, never mind. Let me, I'll get back to you if I need it. Um, I will look. I know where I probably put it. And I've got a special file for PPSA. I'll, I'll get this. I'll look at it first. Okay, guys, it's easyppsa.com, and it is it is an excellent site. Thirty dollars to set up a PPSA, from what I'm told. Uh, Mike, I was listening to DC and Tony yesterday. The question was asked about the cap limits. DC said they were going by social security numbers and an SIN number. The caller said that he better get his other trust done right away. Well, they sell trust, obviously, and D.C. said yes. They sell statutory trust, my friend. There's no, my friends, there's nobody in the world that does what we do. Uh, so if you went by Social Security, that would be it. But once the cap reached the EIN on that entity, it would start fresh on the next EIN entity. So are you sure we don't need to start some other trust accounts? You know, I've never heard that. Um, do you know the qualifications of the people that said that? I'm like Glenn Beck. Don't just tell me something. Show me the proof. Did you look it up on the Internet? Um, um, did you look about the cap limits for, for um, dinar or currency, RVs? Look these things up. Don't just, There's a lot of dummies out there and a lot of people that are looking for their few minutes of pain. I got, uh, of fame, rather. I can back up everything with case law that we talk about. There's nothing I can't back up. And um, uh, I've never heard that before. I don't see how there is cap limits because people do Forex trading all the time. And they trade millions and billions and even trillions, some of the bigger companies. So I don't know how they can do it. Um, uh, oh, easyppsa.ca, not .com. My apologies. Thank you, LB. Guest 18, a notary in Canada does not need to be a trained lawyer or a retired lawyer. I didn't think so because there's a commissioner of oaths and they can do the same thing. That's what we tell people because they're either very cheap or they don't charge anything at all. If you need something notarized, go to a, and you can go right down to the, uh, the, the city building recorder's office or the, or the, or the county and, and get a, get a uh, 
Commissioner of Olds um, to, to go, or MB, I think they call it. I'm not sure what that stands for. But. Okay, Jeanette, did you say you will send an amended living trust with my Canadian address? Yes. Guys, I don't know what you've got, how many we've sent out and who we've sent them to. Send me, <coughs> check your living trust. If you're a Canadian and you've got a living trust, your living trust is there. And if it's got, if it doesn't have your Canadian address on there as the um, as the uh, location, send me an email. Mike, I need a, I need an amended living trust. We'll get it done for you ASAP. Okay, and um, we'll have your correct address on there. All right. Some people have hung up, and we've really got some good stuff coming here in these questions. Um, so and so and I have been talking about the STS how the STS protects us from the government taking money from our trust and even assets. Is it because our names are not owners on the accounts and the government is searching by names? Yeah, the government necessarily, yeah, that's it. They're searching by names because if you're a citizen and you've got something owned in your name, they can take it. They, they'll just come in and grab it with either that bail-in or this uh, citizen uh, forfeiture law, one or the other. Okay, they'll get it. They'll grab it. Okay, I'll get right to the phone again in a minute. I, I've got to do a couple more of these. So, guys, you don't want any assets owned in, owned in your name, and that includes cash. Once you get cash, you start taking money, you assign that income. So as soon as it comes into your personal account where they can take it, except for the fact you've got a UCC lien, but you don't want to get into a court battle over that and have to hire an attorney or anything. So you take any cash that you don't need for your monthly in, for your monthly bills, and you move it into the trust or the LLC bank account. That's simple. It's not yours anymore. It belongs to the trust or the LLC. All right, first couldn't find assignment of income. Then I found it. I'm guessing that some things are to be left out of the one that goes to the notary. No. Such as to be completed by STS investor and note a copy of the completed assignment. The... the, the, the um, you will fill that out for yourself and or your spouse, one for each of you. You each have to have your own set. Um, sorry, I'm so done. Uh, Verbally, you're not done, so stop that. We are to protect the trust, but we name it. Okay, you have the authority to name the trust, the right to do that. I keep the paper until someone attacks. Yeah, you keep this, these documents in your trust. Someone attacks you, as, as, for those of you that haven't heard it before, if anybody attacks you, whether it's the IRS, the CRA, a lawsuit from an individual, you immediately send to us a copy of that attack, whether it's a summons, no matter what it is, and we will then respond to that person. Let them know that you don't own anything, so you can, and, and also there's a lien on the property we do own, so you can continue with whatever attack it is you're doing, but you won't get anything out of it, okay? Be an act of futility, futility. Um, so don't worry about it. I got that one figured out on my own, confidentially. Hampton Miles, Michael Clark, Verva Thomas, all these other people. Did I get that one right? Yeah, I think so. Does everyone sign it or do I just fill in the blanks? If it's for successor trustees and, and potential um, security, um, not security, um, giving to your, um, um, passing your, um, passing your uh, certificates on, yeah, you, you, you just put the names in. You don't have to have anybody sign anything, okay? I have told our small group that they need to have T before RV. 
But others are have it trust before the RV. Others are telling them that the tax rate would be less or cheaper if they wait until after exchanging to get the trust set up, and they're absolutely foolish. They don't really know the rules. If, you, if it RVs in your name, let me give you the scenario, and this was a, a dozen attorneys at least agreed with this and told me that this is what would happen. If, they, if you have a car accident or some reason that you're going to be sued, or a business failure, whatever it might be, they always do an asset investigation. And they can go back 10 years in a matter of a few days with these computers being what they are. They'll know every check you wrote. They'll know every deposit you made and where it came from. And if they see one that says you personally deposited an RV, uh, deposited a, a, a currency from, the, from an RV, they will call you in. And they'll probably, if you're in Canada, they'll have the CRA with them. If you're in the U.S., they'll have the IRS, uh, an IRS agent sitting there. And they'll be very nice to you, as they always are. And then they'll get a little more uh, down to the point. They'll say... Uh, you notice that you had some, you cashed in a ten thousand dollar dinar or a hundred thousand, whatever it was. Um, nobody buys just a ten thousand. How many dinar did you really have? Now understand, you're under oath, guys. You you get brought into that deposition and you've got to tell the truth. And then they want to know where the dinar are now. Well, I transferred it to my trust. Oh, where's your trust account? And once they once they start at, once you get on that witness stand or in a deposition box, they've got you. Okay, so. Um, the IRS or the CRA, then, I'll tell you exactly what they can do because I've seen them do it in high-yield investments. They will freeze the, the denar, they'll freeze your trust account. They'll freeze your LLC account. And just until, the reason is, they want to make sure all the taxes were paid on all that money you got. Guys, if they can link it to your name, you're sitting, you got your neck on the block of the guillotine and waiting for somebody to flip the switch. You may wait two weeks, you may wait seven years, but... Once they know, and they know every dinar owner, their phone numbers, addresses, they know everything about them. But if that dinar RVs in the name of an EIN of the trust, which is not linked back to you in any way, shape, or form, they can't touch them, guys. Plus, the trust isn't a citizen. You're a citizen. They can come after you, and they can hound you and, and beat you up until you're just ready to scream and throw in the towel. Okay? So, um no, they need the trust. If they want to believe that, then they're talking to somebody that doesn't have 19 years' experience um, researching asset protection, and and there's nobody. I've been told by several thousand attorneys and other people that nobody knows asset protection like Michael Clark, and I'm saying that very humbly, okay? I'm not arrogant about that at all. This is a mind God gave me all this, and if you don't believe in that stuff, that's fine. That's what you've got to deal with, but I do, and I'll still, even though you don't, I'll... I'll still protect your assets, help you protect your assets, okay? So uh, anybody that says that, they have no clue as to what real asset protection is about, okay? Um, yeah, you need the program. If you haven't started your program yet, and the, the, the RV can happen literally any day now. I told our small group, okay, I just wanted to correct. Okay, you've got to correct now. Does your SUV, the reason is privacy. It's in your name. You've lost all privacy. You've lost all privacy. I can hire an asset investigator and find everything I want to know about you. Does your STS system have its own tax ID or EIN? And if so, there is there a special way to get it without using your own Social Security number? No, you're not. You, this day and age, Social Security number, so you're in the U.S. Homeland Security, you will, you will be hard-pressed to get a bank account open you don't have to give your social security number. 
as the, but the, the key is, the key is you're giving your number as a, an appointed trustee or as an appointed LLC manager, not as an owner, not as, as somebody. And, and the nice thing is there is case law after case law that says they can't come after you for any problems with the trust and they can't come after the trust with all its assets if they're, for any reason because of you, okay? Yeah, we've got that. Now, there's nothing. You know, I can find out your Social Security number for four ninety five on a within within three to four minutes on the internet. So it's not a big deal anymore, guys. I used to think so. And when I first got my first when I got my first social security number, on the back of the cards it said not for not for identity purposes. It doesn't say that anymore. Things have changed, guys. Don't be concerned with the STS program because you're giving it only as an appointed trustee, as an appointed LLC manager. Okay? No other reason. We only use it one time and that is to open the, the trust, uh, get the trust EIN. After that, the trust EIN gets the, gets the EIN for the LLC, okay? Not you. Um, Social Security number is no big deal anymore. Everybody and their cousin has it, or they can get it within a couple minutes. I need to set up a brokerage account which can trade on the London Exchange. I am certain as to which entity I should use. Should I use it? Should I set it up under the trust or the LLC? If I set it up under the LLC, should I elect the S or the C corporation for tax purposes? Um, if you send it, the LLC is its own entity. Um, you don't set it up as an S or a C corporation. The LLC is its own entity. It is much more flexible than an S corp and a C corp. I wouldn't. I can't think of any logical reason I would put anybody in a C corp for tax purposes. The LLC, you've got all the tax benefits, and and. Uh, um, you got a lot more than you would ever have under an S or C Corp. Yeah, I would set it up, a brokerage account under the LLC because people uh, in that business understand LLCs. They have no clue what a, what a pure trust is. Okay, use the LLC. And also this, if you're going to set up a brokerage account, start a new LLC just for the brokerage account. And here's the reason. In real estate, you've heard me, a lot of you have heard me say it over and over. It's location, location, location. In, in asset protection, my friends, it is separation, separation, separation. You don't want one thing linked to another because all of a sudden you get one domino falling and the rest of them falling right behind it, okay? So use the LLC, set up a new LLC. If it's going to be for your brokerage account, I would set an Indiana LLC up. Very simple, very, very cheap. And uh, we don't charge. 2,000, 2,500, 5,000 the way attorneys do. We, uh, our cost for an Indiana LLC is is um, is only uh, 485, and that'll probably be going up a few bucks here shortly too because we haven't increased that at all. But uh, maybe going up 60, 70 dollars. But okay, you know that we have been fighting the IRS for decades. There is a certified letter from the IRS waiting at our PO box that we don't want to get. We are sure they want lots of money. We have no money. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. What do we do to protect us? Do we pick up the letter and forward it to you? Ignore the letter since we have moved. Guys, they're going to find you. They won't give up on you. And they, sometimes they, the agents get ticked because you, they know you're trying to hide. And uh, Go ahead and pick up the letter. Um, go ahead and pick up the letter. And... Um, It'll give you 20 or 30 days to respond to it. Yes, send us the letter right away. We can take a look and see what it is. And in many, many, many instances, we've got we've got testimonials where Bill Tully has 
has really went in and and put the IRS back on their heels. And in Canada, we're getting all set up now. And Ed Ed Gilmore is the fellow that will be doing that in Canada and helping you. A little bit different in Canada than some of the things. Bill Tully can get rid of a garnishment in a heartbeat. In Canada, you can't really do that. You've got to, you've got to respond by a, within a certain amount of time and everything. I don't know all the particulars. I'm not a tax person. Uh, Ed Gilmore is the tax person, but we want to get it straightened out this week um, so that um, CPAs, tax professionals around Canada and all, every province can start using the benefits of the STS to help their clients and help you and your friends, okay? Now, let's see. We've got some people on the phones. We've got Central California. Who is this? Who's in Central California? Well, good evening, Michael. This is your old California truck driver. Hey, how you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing... I'm doing well, you know. It's been about five years since I last talked with you, and uh, been on the road, and now now retired. I do have a question though regarding uh, transferring foreign currency into the LLC. Uh, is that in the handbook, or do I need to email you? Okay, one more time. You're breaking up just a little. What is that again now? Okay, I'm I'm uh, want to transfer foreign currency into the LLC. Uh, is that document in the uh, uh, manual, or do I have to email you for a specific document? Okay. Um, send me an email. Give me your information. I'll look over your whole program, and, and we will get um, uh, whatever I see that, you're, that we've updated or anything since then, I'll get them out to you, okay? That sounds like a pretty good idea. I'll do that uh, later on tonight or tomorrow. And, okay. Uh, How do you like retirement? I'm enjoying it. I'm uh, in, an, I'm in an RV park in Arizona, just kicking back and loving it. <laughs> there you go. You jump through those mountains all the time, right? Up and around. Uh, uh, RV. Yeah, yeah. And now, first of all, let me state this: you're going to put the money. You put the money into the trust, not into the LLC. Thank right? you. We have the trust will then disperse it to wherever right. you need it. Okay. We got some distortion in there, so uh, send me that. Send me that uh, EIN. I'm not EIN. Send me that email. Okay. Okay. Northern Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. You are on the call. Who is this? Uh, this is Gary. Hi. Hey. Hold on a second, guys. I'm going to unmute and then I'm going to mute again because we've got some. uh, Okay. All right. Everybody is muted. I'm going to unmute you, uh, Gary, in northern middle Tennessee. Okay. Can you hear me? Hello, Mike. Uh, That question earlier about, about that limit, that's on a contract rate. Tony's uh, telling them that they need to have uh, more LLCs and trust stuff. And his brother just had to sell it about five times your price. You know, I can't. You're breaking up, my friend. I apologize. I can't hear you real well. Um, that, give me that one more time. That uh, additional, of, additional trust and LLCs, right? Yes. Uh, his brother actually 
has classes about them, and they cost anywhere from four to five times what the SDS costs. Oh, it costs a lot more than our program? Oh, yes. I got somebody I know personally that's got one and got to come up with another ten grand to get what he really needs. Yep, and he and I've seen that, and it just honestly got to clench my teeth. It just we had a fellow, a very nice. We had a guy fly in from Salem, Oregon. A fellow coming from Nebraska, big landowner. A couple of guys drove up in their big motor home from uh, Dallas, and a fellow flew up from Birmingham for my one uh, um, seminar in Chicago. And the guy from um, Nebraska, he brought his document. This was in August, and he he went to a lawyer and had a whole series of corporations and LLCs and living trusts put together costing 17000 Guys, what we've got here, there's no comparison. It cannot be pierced. It's totally impenetrable, and it's the um, most powerful program in the world. Yeah. Well, the main reason I wanted to talk to you, Michael, is uh, I got a guy already called me wanting to get in line for what you got offered tonight. Okay. Uh, not having the funds. I sent his name via email to you. And then next week's when he can actually sign up. Is that it? Yep. Yep. Monday. Have him have him you got my did you get my email address on the call I gave out? Uh well it hasn't changed, has it? I'm assuming Nope. <laughs> it's been the same for a long time. I'm one of the few remaining AOL uh clients, I think. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I went ahead and sent his name and his contact and do that, and we'll get him a document out as soon as uh, an application out as soon as we get ready. Okay. okay. He was really thrilled to hear about this. Good, good. Yeah, we've we've been. Jeez, oh, I didn't realize the word could spread so fast. I've already got emails here tonight while I'm on the calls. Uh, I bet we've got. I bet we've got 50 emails saying, "Mike, I put my name on that list. I went to that 500 is going to fill up very quickly, guys. So make sure your friends and family get in on this. Okay, don't let them be." Don't let them have the own be owning the, the dinar in their um in their name at the time. Now, you know, somebody had just sent me an email, um, new financial plan for four eighty five, can they then do a PPSA or an UCC one or do they have to wait? You know, you're gonna have to wait on that guys. As quick as it happens, um, um we can give you that, but it would actually be it actually is done by Trust2, by the name of Trust2. Let, let me ask the attorney that question. That's something I hadn't thought about, to be honest with you, and we don't want anybody losing anything. Let me ask the attorney how we can possibly, um, because see, the, the PPSA and the UCC lien are filed in the name of Trust2, and you won't have that yet because um, you haven't paid for it. And any, any attorney can go to court and say, oh, they don't have that program because they didn't even pay for it. How can you own something if you don't pay for it? That's a reason. As soon as you're able, even if you start out with the 485, if you can, if you if something happens and you get a little inheritance or somebody will loan you the money or whatever, Dr. Cal Streeter, he uh, un, unashamedly mentions to people, this was so good. He said, I went out and borrowed the money to, to um, start my program. And he said, if I would have had it, uh, he said, my whole life was been different. So anyway, yeah, have them get that into us as quick as possible. Send them in, guys. We'll put them in a special folder, and the minute we get the app back approved, we will start sending them out, okay? All Thank right. You, Thank you for calling in. Appreciate it. There was somebody else that had the Press Star 8, um, and um, when I unmuted and unmuted again, I lost him. So if you had, you were down in Texas, Georgia, Nevada, California, somewhere in there, Manitoba, New York, 
if you uh, if you had a question for the phone um, and I lost you, just go ahead and click star eight again, and I'll I'll pick you up. You don't have anybody showing. So guys, here we are again. It is. Um, I think we've had a very good call. There's a lot of good things here. Don't let your family get clobbered if they've got dinar or if they've got dong or whatever currency they've got. Guys, help them. Uh, mention it to them about the, the 485 program, and um, and we'll get everything set for them. Okay. Uh, with that, I know we're a few minutes early. We ran over a little bit last week, I believe, but. Guys, thank you once again for taking the time and letting me share this program with you. God bless each and every one of you, and I uh, hope you have a good week, and, and I'll be waiting to hear from you next Monday, same time, same place, and uh, I'll share a little more information with you that I've learned, well, basically according to your questions and your comments. So with that, have a wonderful week, and um, if you would, give us a little prayer for our, our seminar up in Toronto, and that it goes well and we are able to help a bunch of people up there. So with that, talk to you later. God bless. Good night. See you next Monday. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.